We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wednesday means only one thing, and as you can see, we're going to talk plenty about my Milwaukee Bucks, but you are live with the DFS OGs, wrapping up basketball season, talking some NFL, talking some golf. We are here once again, presented by our friends over at FanDuel. Thank you to them for sponsoring the show. As always, going to talk plenty of FanDuel. Check out the lobby. Check out the FanDuel Sportsbook. Make sure you guys get over there and check out all the offerings over at FanDuel. But let me bring in my boys. Uh, help me celebrate my championship here, boys. We got Notorious and Head Chopper. As always, Chop, let's go to you here first, buddy. I'm on top of the world. Uh, your quick thoughts here on, on how the playoffs went, the, the run my Bucks went on, and, and our boy Giannis, who's, you know, some of some of our, our, our friends like to talk crap about Giannis, but uh, put on a hell of a performance last night. So, Chop, how we doing, buddy? Yeah, we're doing pretty good. I uh, I assume not as good as the Milwaukee fans out there today. That was a pretty good pretty good run by them. Uh, and yeah, man, if you're like I had some discouraging things to say about Giannis at times. Uh, watching him shank them free throws, man, earlier in the playoffs, I was like, I don't know, man, if this is going to work. But boy, he surely he surely stepped up last night and did his thing. So. We'll talk more about it here in a little bit. We got some good some good NBA talk, but it was a good win, man. And, you know, we'll talk about it more here in a minute. Oh, yeah. We, we'll definitely get more into it here. Let's bring in our boy Notorious Noto. Same question to you. Enjoy that finals. Were you? Did you find yourself to be a Bucks fan at the end, a Suns fan? I know you're a scorned Utah fan, so probably not a Phoenix fan. But uh, how we doing, buddy? Enjoy that finals last night. Yeah, I was uh, I was happy for your bucks, happy for Giannis. Um, I mean, his performance was just incredible, and to think of his knee bending that way three weeks ago, uh, and for him to come out, put up fifty, and then the next day go to Chick Fil A, uh, get fifty Chick Fil A minis. Uh, I love that. 
um, going on Instagram Live. But uh, yeah, great series. I thought it was one of the better ones in recent memory. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was quite the parade on Twitter for the haters of Giannis haters last night. So that was kind of fun to watch too. Yeah, he he put it all together. And again, we're we're going to talk more about it here. But uh, a historic performance there, fifty points. I think the biggest thing, the free throws. I mean, that, that's what people have been bashing about. He doesn't make all them free throws last night. Maybe we're talking game seven here tonight instead of a, a championship celebration. So. I, I I partied it up last night. I, had, I definitely had a good time uh, at the expense of my kids, my wife. Uh, they weren't too thrilled with my celebrations, but uh, we had a good time until about two thirty in the morning last night. So dra- dragging a little bit here, no no doubt. Little, little hazy, little foggy, but first championship of my lifetime. Uh, we were going to make that one count. So I uh, appreciate my boys hanging out, watching the game, and uh, all had a good time with it. So. Uh, let's get into the show here today. Again, presented by FanDuel. We're going to talk the finals. We're going to take a look ahead. And FanDuel's already released odds on the 2022 uh, NBA champion. So we'll we'll dig into that, get some thoughts there. Uh, we may or may not touch on some golf. We got a tournament this weekend, but you know, not as exciting as the you know the open that we had last weekend. Uh, we'll hit on some NFL news. Obviously, the Cam Akers injury. We'll touch on that uh, and tour the league there, and uh, just try to have some fun here. So. Reminder, we have our picks contest. Back a few weeks ago, we gave you uh, all of our picks over under for the AFC, the NFC team totals in the FanDuel Sportsbook. So uh, Derek had sent out a tweet. Uh, we all retweeted it, so you can check that out uh, and enter that contest. We're still working on prizes and such for that. We will get you that. Uh, we will also, little little breaking news here, we now have a, a Twitter handle for the pod. So Chop, why don't you give the people the handle where they can find us, where we'll give all the information. I'm putting Chop on the spot here while I talk. He can look up the handle name. But that will give you all the contests, all the information. We want to start getting listener questions in on the show, getting what you guys want to talk about here on the show. This show is here for you guys. We could sit here and babble about anything. We want it to be about the people. So, Chop, what's that Twitter handle? Get people over there to start giving the information on the show. It is at... DFS OGs pod, DFS OGS POD. That's going to be, I'm taking that's where we're going to like put all our info out there. We have a lot of contests eventually. Right now, man, everything's in the works and everybody's kind of dragging a little bit summertime. But at some point here, we're going to have a lot of good stuff going on uh, by way of FanDuel. They're sponsoring this thing this year. So, and that's where you're going to get like, all the contests, the results, the weekly stuff, uh, keeping up with everything, our picks, your picks, all that good stuff. That's where you can get in, in contact with us the best. So DFS OGs pod, that's going to be our Twitter handle moving forward. So make sure you guys go give that a follow again. We, we plan on doing a bunch of different contests, not just going to be this picks contest. We're, we're putting together a weekly DFS contest that hopefully has a season-long twist to it, a competition where you'll play against us. You know, you, we, we don't even have some people join us on the pod, uh, working on some swag, working on some, some free entries, some free rolls, uh, potentially even bigger prizes. We kind of hinted at it uh, last week where you may need to pack your bags even uh, to winning one of these contests. So lots of things in the work. Uh, in the work. So we appreciate your patience with that, guys, and, and we will get more and more information out to you uh, as it becomes available to us and as we continue uh, to work out some of the kinks here. So super excited, but make sure you guys go and follow that Twitter handle uh, to stay abreast of everything that we are doing here uh, with the pod. And we thank you 
in advance. Not only for that, but always for listening and checking us out uh, as well. All right, guys, let's get into it. I, I want to turn the floor over to you guys here. Thoughts on the NBA playoffs here? I know some people want to put an asterisk next to this title. You know, the, the LeBron fans, the Anthony Davis fan. You know, there's a lot of different uh, people that don't really think this is a, a legit title win. So uh, your thoughts here. Derek, let's start with you. Overall thoughts on the season, on the playoffs, on the finals. Let's just kind of tie a bow here on the season. So whatever it is you want to talk about, recap, thoughts, floor is yours, sir. Yeah, I mean, it certainly sucks to have so many big names, uh, you know, bow out of the playoffs. But all you can do is face the opponent in front of you. And, uh, you know, both of them, uh, the Bucks and the Suns, both, uh, you know, kind of caught some breaks throughout the, the course of the playoffs. But, um, you know, they advanced. And uh, I think there's certainly no asterisk or anything like that on the finals. Although I, I do get the feeling, you know, anything can happen. But was that Chris Ball's last chance at a finals? I mean, it just seems like the West is going to be so much better next year. The Lakers are going to be better. The Clippers are going to be back. I think the Warriors are going to be interesting next year. So um, I'm kind of feeling for Paul. You know, I know he, you know, whines a little bit out there on the court, but he's just been one of those guys that's been grinding for years and years and kind of thought that this was going to be uh, the one he gets done. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, potentially he's not getting any younger. Now, I, I don't think this Phoenix team is going away. There, there's a lot of young players that, that are still developing. I mean, Devin Booker looked like a straight assassin at times uh, during the series. We saw DeAndre Ayton really take steps forward. Uh, contribution, Mikel Bridges had that huge game. Cameron Johnson looked good in spots. Cameron Payne was solid off the bench. So I, I think this team, I don't think this was a fluke. I, I think they have a nice mix of veterans with Paul, with Jake Crowder, guys like that a nice mix of veterans, uh, the, the next evolution of uh, Devin Booker. I think he's only going to continue to get better. So we'll see. D does he stay in Phoenix? Does that become his home? I, I've heard some whispers. Uh, the Knicks uh, are somewhere where he could land. Uh, we always have the Damian Lillard uh, thing in play now if he requests a trade. So uh, we'll see. I, I, I don't think we've seen the last of CP3, though. Chop, what do you think? Yeah, I've got uh... – well, I've got some specific thoughts on that. No, I think he's. I think he'll have another shot at it, and I don't think it'll be in Phoenix. Though, I think his next, the next place he goes is going to be specifically driven to win a championship. It'll be that'll be his decision making, is to win a championship, and it could. I mean, we're going to give some picks here on the NBA's championship next year, so I'll let you know there when we do that. What I what I where I think he's going to go, but uh, no, I don't think it's his last chance. I think. He's, I mean, listen, it wasn't but six games ago that he dropped a 40-plus point game to seal out the uh, Clippers from the finals. Like, whatever, however old he is right now, he dropped a 40-plus point game to close that series out. He had a game earlier in that series. might have been the same game. I don't even – I don't think so. But 15 assists and no turnovers. He still has good basketball in him. I think what happened to him later in the series – is what's happened to him quite a bit later in the season in his career recently, which is I think he got worn down, whether he was nursing a shoulder injury, wrist injury, or just plain fatigue. I think he wore down as the series went on. That's something he's got to address. You know, maybe maybe he's got to play less games, but I think he still has really really good basketball at key times left in him. But I think he I think he'll be somewhere else in the near future, and I think I think he'll have another chance at a championship. But while we're here on the Bucks and Bucks winning, I got I got a call. I got I got to do a call out here, man. I got to do a uh -oh. call. Uh oh, 
Bring it. There's, That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Well, there's a lot here. Like, there's a lot to unpack here. Right, first of all, the asterisk thing. No, nah, man, who cares? Like, I do not. I'm going to tell yeah, you right now. I, I've been on this earth for, for quite a lot of years, getting up there in age, as the Grays will indicate. And first time they ever made it to the finals, first time in 50 years they won a final. So, Somebody wants to put asterisks on it. I could care less. Go ahead. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was my book. It, I don't care. No matter what people say, the, if you're a fan or a player or co whatever, you're not celebrating any less right now just because people are throwing shade at you. It doesn't matter. So it's nobody will even remember this stuff in five years. Oh yeah, there was a this guy was injured and this guy was injured. And yeah, don't get me wrong. If if Kyrie doesn't come down wrong in in game four, this everything may be different. But then again. If Anthony Davis doesn't come down wrong in game four of the very first series against the Suns might not be there. And I don't even think the Suns make it out of the first round. So everything happens and all that. But uh, as far as uh, I got I one call out real quick. I love my guy here, man. And I hope to do some stuff with him in the future. I don't know if, if, if it's going to happen or not. But Big T, I know you're a Giannis hater. And I'm not even going to get you on it because you got enough about that. Everybody's jumping on you on Twitter about that. I'm not even worried about that because – I've had some bad things to say too about Giannis, but hey, man, we're the series is over with. I, I'm, I'm ready to get paid. Oh, I got to hand the box. Oh, Come on, man! Don't make me, don't make me crawl to you and beg you in your DMs, man. Oh. I mean, you, you're quick to shell out the shade, man, but you're not quick to shell out the PayPal. Come on, Big T, I gotta call you out, man. You, you're a multimillionaire now, man. Live on the air, call out. I, oh, I like live! It. Oh, hello. My, my bad. <laughs> wow. Love it. Noto, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, uh, big T bucks are hard to come by. So uh, you need <laughs> he doesn't anybody who's been out. in a pool with big T will tell you it's it's quite the arm twisting to, to get that payment from the guy. But hey, that's that's fine. Not only that, but I mean, they're hard to win from him. That guy is good at everything. So uh, he is. yeah, to win any money off him, that's pretty good. Yeah, but I think we really, you know, all, some joking aside, we're going to continue to, to bust chops here. But uh, the, the evolution of Giannis, does, are there weaknesses in his game? Absolutely. You know, anytime he takes a three, I cringe. Like, why not get close? Even his mid-range jumper, it's not bad. But that three-pointer needs some work. The free throws, he's had issues at time. What kind of MVP airballs free throws? Believe me, I've been there watching games, shaking my head, ready to throw the remote through the wall as well. But uh, again, those free throws last night, he what, was he 15 out of 17 or something crazy. You know, he misses five of those. It's a tie game at the end. So th those were huge. And if he can take that next step, and, and we know he's going to work. I mean, this is a guy that has reshaped his body, has, has remained committed to this team, this city. And, you know, he's going to work relentlessly on that shot, on the free throws, on the three-pointers. Let me pose the, this question. So if he's becomes a good free throw shooter a good three-point shooter is this the best player in the nba and how do you stop him chop yeah if he can seal up some of those holes and he doesn't even have to become like a good three-point shooter just not just don't take as many if you're not as good and the free throws i think you know maybe that was just an outlier and it was he's not going to usually go 15 to 17 but he got it. He has to hit better. He has to be better on his free throws in general. Last night was the exception, but you know, down the stretch in the playoffs, just like just like uh, Ben Simmons, you you can't have a key player who needs who's going to have the ball in their hand, like a star player who just can't hit free throws. He's going to hurt in the long run. So he's got to he's got to shore up that hole. But man, he's already 
he's already probably the best player in the NBA, even with those deficiencies. Yeah. I mean, he's a two-time MVP, and I get the MVP is not a big deal because it could go – that's just some voters voting on it. But defensively, he's he's a juggernaut, man. Offensively, when he does his thing, which is, you know, get the ball out near the three-point line with a head of steam and go to the hole, he's unstoppable. So just hit some free throws, and, yeah, you'll be – He'll go down as one of the best five players that's ever played the game. Yeah, and it's the other stuff as well. I mean, getting his teammates involved. He, he had a few passes just on point. You know, that one to, to Bobby Portis in the corner for a three and you know, making things happen for other people. That block in game four, I believe it was. I mean, that that sealed that game. So it's, it's the all-around game of, of Giannis. And I think, like we talked about with Booker, I think he's just going to continue to get better. And, again, we know he's going to work. I mean, this guy went from – the skinniest guy entering the league we've ever seen to, you know, all muscled up. I think that's part of the issues with the shooting is he's gotten so rocked up. You know, it's tough to to get them big guds up there uh, and shoot free throws. Believe me, I know. So he, he he's working on it. He's, he's getting there, and I think he'll continue to improve uh, in those aspects. And then, again, he, to me, he becomes unstoppable. No, no, let's talk about some of the other guys, though. I mean, they don't get here without – the, the shot making of Chris Middleton, especially at key moments when they need a basket, he becomes the go-to guy. And I think the, the even more unsung hero was the addition of Drew Holiday this season, which it took some time to, to get him acclimated. But do, do you look at this now as, as a big three? They're not going to get the headlines that a, that a Durant Hart and Kyrie are going to get, but a, a pretty damn good threesome that uh, they can build upon moving forward. Oh, yeah, definitely a big three. And I mean, honestly, you could say Drew Holiday left some of his best basketball, you know, out there. Uh, I think he could have been a little better. I think he played great and he showed up. Uh, you know, he was the reason they won. What was it? Game five in Phoenix. Um, you know, made some huge plays on both ends. Middleton was clutch, but he didn't shoot the ball that great um, in the final. So, I mean, they could be even better. Um, as for Giannis, yeah, the difference with him and Simmons is he's not scared to go to the free throw line. You know, like Simmons wouldn't attack the basket just because he didn't want to get fouled. And so um, Giannis, when he's aggressive, uh, I'm not worried about him shooting threes. If anything, I think he should shoot fewer threes next year. Um, they did such a good job of getting him the ball in the high post and uh, in the low post. And then, like you mentioned, when he's got a full head of steam, there's just nobody that can guard him. And, uh, yeah, when he's aggressive and plays with confidence, he I think he blocked Booker four or five times uh, on the defensive end, too. I mean, you could just tell it took Booker out of his element. Um, he couldn't get anything going until that fourth quarter. So I do think he's right there, uh, maybe with Kevin Durant as the best basketball player in the world right now. Um, they both have similar style games. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're awesome to watch. And, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and it seems like a great dude. I love superstars that sign with – team that you know got him where they were so i love seeing that yeah i mean he could easily you know i'm gonna go to new york i'm gonna go to la i'm gonna be a big media star and commercials and all that so you know, not only because i'm a fan of a small market team in general when, when small market teams win any kind of championships in any sport uh, i think it's good for the sport so uh, and to see the fans man sixty five thousand people outside that building so uh, were you just, there you I, I was been. not i was unfortunately not there so I, I wanted to be, believe me, I wanted to be in that building, experience the, the energy, the atmosphere, uh, or even being outside with, with all the, the, the crazies there in the Deer District. But uh, j just a great, great series. And again, some of the other guys, Bobby Portis coming up big, Pat Connaughton uh, hitting huge shots throughout the series. A lot of different guys uh, really contributed uh, to that team. So 
Uh, Chop, any other final thoughts here? I know we're going to look forward. We'll, we'll get we'll get some forward-looking NBA. We do, like I said, we have 2022 uh, champion odds that, that we're going to try to pick out uh, some of our favorites, and we'll kind of look through it here in the FanDuel Sportsbook. But any other thoughts on the season, the playoffs, uh, anything else to kind of tie a bow on this season? Last thoughts on the season before we get into the some future bets. The season itself, I thought, was pretty terrible by the NBA. I, I think I think it could be a lot better moving forward. And, in fact, we, I think we were going to talk about that. We might as well. I think they should start the season every year around Christmas time. I think they should start on Christmas Day. should be opening day. That would be great. And then, uh, you know, like, like we were kind of talking pre-show, shorten the season up a little bit. I don't think you need 82 games anymore to decide these things. Like half the league is tanking anyway. So shorten it up a little bit. And if you shorten it up, then maybe you won't have as much tanking because there won't be as much uh, wear and tear on the bodies and all that kind of stuff. And and then when we got to the playoffs, it was good. But, it, you know, the injuries took a toll on it. That's just a fluky thing. So hopefully that will fix itself out. But season, I think they could work on it in the NBA. Playoffs are always good. When I look back at – the, the playoffs, when they started, what, what did we – I think a lot of the opinions were the Nets are the best team in the East, but if anybody can beat them, it's the Bucks. Well, they took a weird way to get there because after they went down 0-2 to the Nets, kind of everybody tossed them for dead, but they were that good all year. Drew Holiday, really anybody who knows basketball knew that that was a hell of an acquisition when they got him. So I think a very worthy champion won, good playoffs. Let's tighten it up, NBA, in the regular season next year and work on that, though. Yeah, and I'd also like to see, you know, we got word that, you know, the NBA is this progressive league and they understand gambling fantasy is a, is a big aspect of their league. And then give us better injury reporting. Don't don't tell me at 7.04 that X, Y, and Z is not playing in the game. And now lineups are shot. The, you know, the betting lines are all jacked up. Like, if you truly want to encompass the, the fantasy and gambling aspect of things, your reporting has to be better. You know, there has to be somebody in that building that knows this is going to happen. And these are NBA teams. You're not pulling one over on them by all of a sudden this guy's not playing or this guy's surprisingly back in the lineup. Like I would love to see improved reporting uh, like we get in the NFL. I know it's a different monster, but you know we have that 90 minutes at least that we know outside of something freakish happening like, like Terod Taylor right before the game. We know who's going to be in, who's going to be out well in advance. Now, if you can't take advantage of that news 90 minutes in advance, that's on you. When it's a 30-second thing or even after lock, we're getting news that, that guys are out, guys are scratched. When the guy's been sick all day, hasn't even been at the practice facility, that kind of stuff, uh, really frustrating. So, Derek, I know you're a big proponent of that as well. I think we all believe in the NBA, the, the vision of Adam Silver and what they're trying to do. Agree on that. Any other points on that? Because I think that will help them go a long way in attracting even more people where it's not such a frustrating game for us, especially uh, in the fantasy and gambling community. Yeah, 100% agree on that. That's what I was going to bring up. Uh, NBA DFS was just brutal this year. It was hard to really get into it because uh, you couldn't really do any research before, you know, more than two hours before the slate started because half the people were listed as questionable. Uh, and it's so frustrating when guys just randomly sit out nights, even if it's not a back-to-back. -back. I mean, I do think shortening the season would help that. Love the idea of starting on Christmas. I mean, I think I don't think the casual fan even you know pays attention until Christmas, and uh, you know it's on those national tele televised games. So yeah, I think the injury report would help. I think the shortened season would help. Love basketball. Love the NBA. 
I think they'll figure it out. Um, I do think, you know, got a lot of trust in Silver. So I think they'll get it done. Um, but yeah, just from a fantasy standpoint, I would really like to see some of those things improve. Yeah, and I agree with you guys. The Christmas star will be awesome. Like, you know, that that's peak NFL season. When the NBA is trying to come back, get things started, like we're we're all in NFL mode. You're you're right in the heart of the NFL season where you only get 17, well now 18 weeks uh, of the season. So we don't get as many weeks of football where the NBA is coming in in October, November, really hard to, to kind of get into it. I was excited to see it back. And, uh, but I agree, a, a Christmas start, a shortened season, NBA playoffs, ton of fun to watch. Every game matters. Every shot matters. The regular season feels like going through the motion. So it's, it's mainly to the greedy owners. You want to give up those gates, uh, those few days, you know, however many home dates, 41 each. At this point, do they want to give those up? I think in the long haul, you'll make more money making the game more entertaining uh, with the stars playing. It, it, people pay to see these guys play. You know, I, I put money on a ticket. I want to see LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard. I don't want to hear about load maintenance or whatever they're calling it these days. So th that's the voice of the average fan. I think the NBA needs to understand that. Uh, and I think they'll continue to find ways uh, to improve that aspect. At least I hope that we get that. So uh, let's take a look in the FanDuel Sportsbook here. Again, 2022 NBA champion odds are out. I will give you the top five here according to the odds. FanDuel's got Brooklyn, a heavy favorite, which makes a lot of sense here with, with that big three returning. Uh, we saw Harden deal with injuries. We saw Kyrie knocked out. Uh, Durant in and out of the lineup all season. They really didn't even get a chance during the season to kind of get their chemistry together. But they're sitting at plus 200. So big, big time favorites there. Uh, the Lakers, as you'd expect, at plus 600 uh, with Davis and LeBron. Uh, the Bucs at plus 850 coming in third. Phoenix, plus 1,200. So we were talking about Chris Paul. If he does return there, they are a top five favorite. And then we have the L.A. Clippers, Golden State Warriors, and Utah Jazz, all tied at plus 1,300 for fifth. So, Derek, let's stay with you here. Anything jump off the page with those we talked about? Do you see anything further down the list you like? Any any real deep shots? Some somebody way down there that that can make a run like Phoenix. I would love to know what would Phoenix's odds uh, to open the season, even to, to win the Western Conference, to to win the finals. Do you see any of those kind of teams in here? So, quick thoughts here: Fanduel Sportsbook twenty twenty two NBA Finals odds. Well, I certainly won't be uh, betting the Nets at plus 200. Uh, I don't think you're going to get a worse number than that throughout the course of the season. So if you like the Nets, just wait until they go on like a three-game losing streak or somebody gets hurt, something like that. Um, you know, two to one for a championship bet, um, you know, eight months in advance or whatever. That's probably not uh, where your money should be going. Uh, a couple of teams that kind of stuck out to me. Uh, I'm a jazz homer, so I won't mention them. But I like the Warriors. Uh, they're going to have Clay Thompson back. Steph Curry, they still got Draymond. Um, they're going to have the seventh overall pick in this year's draft. Maybe they can get somebody that can help. Uh, and then they got James Wiseman. I mean, he's a guy that was a really high pick last year. Didn't exactly work out in his rookie season, but, um, you know, they got a lot of, uh, you know, faith in him moving forward. So I like them at plus 1,300. And then the Denver Nuggets, you guys still got Jokic, still got MPJ. Um, if Jamal Murray comes back, I'm not sure, you know, what they're – uh, cast space looks like or their free agent situation looks like. But um, anytime you got Jokic, you know, 24 to 1 sounds pretty good. I know the West is going to be uh, stacked next year, but uh, I don't mind that number. Yeah, that's a solid number here. So, uh, you know, like you went to your homerism, I'm, I don't mind the eight and a half to one already disrespecting uh, my team going into next season. So uh, that's a pretty solid number there. But 
the one I really like here, and I, I hope I'm not stealing Chop's thunder here, but I'm, I'm going down the list some. I like the New York Knicks at plus 10,000. I mean, we saw this team really take a step forward, led by Julius Randle. I think you're going to continue to see R.J. Barrett uh, develop into one of the best young scorers in this league. And they're always a team that's in play for a Chris Paul, for a Damian Lillard, which could be that missing piece. Do they need more? Yes, they would need more pieces. But I was really encouraged with what I saw with that New York Knicks team uh, this season. And I do think that they go out and try to add somebody, uh, especially at that point guard position. So plus 10,000, I think they're one of the better values uh, on the board when you get down past some of these obvious title contenders up top. Derek, I don't hate Utah either. I, I'm not, you know, not, not just tooting your horn here, but 13 to one, they were probably the best team throughout the, the regular season. And very much like Booker, I think you're going to see Donovan Mitchell continue to evolve into a top five, top 10 player uh, in this league, Rudy Gobert, a defensive stalwart. Uh, I think they're a team that's going to be back in the thick of things uh, in the West. But give me the Knicks plus 10,000 chop. What do you got here? 2022 finals odds. Yeah. So I would say, first off, uh, I didn't want to interrupt you a minute ago, but you mentioned load load maintenance. Load maintenance is the key to life. You got I do lo- I do load maintenance every day. You got to do load maintenance almost every day. Load maintenance expert here. Yeah, so we got that. Like Derek said, there's no way. I think the Nets win the championship next year if if those big three stay healthy. I think they win the championship, but there's no way I can bet a team at plus two hundred. I mean, all it, just like we just saw, all it takes is one bad twist of an ankle, and that's done. So. I think they win it, but I'm not going to go plus 200. I don't. I don't think Chris Paul gets moved this year, so uh, I, I think Phoenix. You know, I think he's going to play one more year there. I believe is what it is. And uh, but I expect him after that. I don't think it'll be this year, but I expect him after that to go to the Lakers and to try to win a championship. If it happened this year, I'd, I'd bet the Lakers to win it all. Uh, or if the Lakers get their hands on Lillard, see Lillard's the key here on all this. If Lillard goes to the Lakers or the Sixers, oh man, watch out! That those teams will be unstoppable. So you got that going for you. But not knowing what what all is going to happen with those teams, I'm going to go to the Clippers and assume Kawhi's back healthy. I saw Paul George finally step up in the playoffs and be a machine. You got those two guys on your wings. Don't really need to add a whole lot. If if Kawhi Leonard was healthy, they would have beat the Suns. And who knows what would have happened against the Bucs. It would have been a great series. Uh, I think that's a, a really good team, assuming everybody stays healthy. So at plus 1,300, I like the Clippers. And maybe Reggie Jackson became that third guy. I mean, is he Damian Lillard? Is he Chris Paul? No. And maybe you could say he just went on a, a hell of a playoff run, and we've certainly seen that happen uh, in the past. But Yo, I think Beer got booted, man. So he was in the middle of something good, but that was a uh, uh, yeah. So what was the word? All right, we're Reggie, good. Reggie Jackson is he going to get paid by somebody else? Are they going to bring him back? That's that. There's no way they can bring him back, right? Because that's what I'm thinking. It's too much money already. But I don't think I don't know that they necessarily need him that much to uh, you know, like I think he's interchangeable with other guys. I think they bring somebody else in to take Reggie Jackson's place, and and they're still. I think it's just the big two, George and Leonard. Keep them healthy. Just add a little bit, not lose too much. I think you'll be all right. Bear, what was your, your, your finishing your thoughts on Reggie? Oh, my, my internet must have a party hangover as well. <laughs> so I decided it, it's had enough. So 
Uh, you know, I'd said Reggie, you had a good run. Was it just a playoff run? Can he be that third piece for that team? So uh, I don't mind that call at all. When you got two superstars like that, like you mentioned, Paul George really took a big step forward uh, and kind of kind of shrugged that that label off that he can't compete uh, in the playoffs. So it was good to see, but it should be fun. A, a lot of contenders. You said Lillard, Paul. I think we got a lot of moving pieces. Of course, the draft. Uh, I believe is a week from now, Derek, with draft coming up next week, I think, 29th, 28th. So, you know, Cade Cunningham to Detroit seems like a, a foregone conclusion. But, you know, obviously, new wave of talent entering the league here. So uh should be exciting uh, moving into 2022. So anything else? NBA, what? we had a good NBA talk there. So any any final thoughts? Or any, I got one more thought if you guys don't have anything. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over to you. Derek, any final thoughts here? No, let's hear it. Chop. Let's hear it. Fear the deer, baby. Fear <laughs> the deer. Champions. Get some. Take that asterisk and congrats. You know Jazz will be there next year. We'll see. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be fun to, to match up in the finals there. Yeah. Yeah. Rudy on uh, Gobert. Or Rudy on Giannis. That doesn't sound very fun. No, that sounds like a worse matchup than, than Giannis and Aiton. So well, it was it was a fun NBA season. And again, FanDuel will be doing a big next season. If you want to get early on, on some of these odds, you know, if you think Chris Paul's going to the Lakers. Jump on it now. Uh, the Knicks was my long shot. So uh, make sure you guys go and do that uh, in the FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, some of the things I always forget. If you guys are watching live, do us a favor. Click like, retweet, whatever it is. Get the word out on the show. Uh, make sure you guys are following our new Twitter handle, at DFSOGSpod, uh, to get all the information. We're going to continue uh, to put more and more information on there uh, as far as contest goes and some more content on there. So, Appreciate the follow over there. Appreciate the likes and, of course, all the support. And leave us a review if you'd like as well. Always uh, helps out the show. So let's transition to NFL, guys. Uh, we got some some breaking news this week, unfortunate news. Uh, Cam Akers goes down with a torn Achilles there uh, for the Rams. So just kind of a – this happened yesterday, I believe. So you know, we're still kind of reeling from it, taking it in. So Chop, thoughts on that? Obviously, next man up. Uh, Daryl Henderson is the immediate backup there. The, the the depth chart behind him pretty thin. You know, whispers does Todd Gurley come back to the Rams? I don't think you see that happen. But you still have guys out there that that they could bring in uh, or trade for one of these veterans that's kind of on the fringe. Uh, uh, Royce Freeman, you know, names like that. So thoughts here: a tough break for the Rams. They bring in Matthew Stafford. You, know, you still have Woods Cup. You still have a pretty productive offense. We've seen. Daryl Henderson be very, very productive at times. A guy that has not been able to stay healthy, though, can he handle that workhorse load? So thoughts here on the Akers injury and the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, I uh, I liked Cam Akers a lot headed into this year. I thought he was in for a monster, monster year. But with most running backs in the NFL, it, it has not as much to do with him. Although you got to be good. You got to be good to, to have a big year like that but more so just the coach and the offensive line and the scheme. So I think they'll be able to get by. I don't think they'll necessarily miss a beat in the offense without him because I think Daryl Henderson's pretty good, got a great offensive coach, got a good offense around him, uh, Henderson, and whoever else plays. So I think they'll be fine. But I was expecting a big year out of Cam Akers. So uh, it is a little bit disappointing. to. Uh, but, but as far as a team and where they go in the playoffs and how far they go, I don't think that that's going to matter to them. All right, Derek, thoughts here. Cam Akers, you know, a lot of people are doing drafts now, getting ready for the season. He's borderline first-round pick, second-round pick. So 
uh, in a lot of these best ball leagues, people uh, feeling the heat, and then you start getting the arguments. Should you draft early? Should you draft late? There's the other side of that, too. The people that took Daryl Henderson in, in the 10th, 11th round, it, it worked out for them. So uh, overall thoughts here uh, on this Cam Akers injury, Derek? Yeah, I agree with Chop. I don't think it hurts their chances to win football games much. Um, I was expecting a nice season for him as well. Um, and we know McVay. I mean, he likes to have a workhorse running back. So uh, Daryl Henderson's going to get the first crack at it. Um, if he can stay healthy, he has been a little injury prone his first two years. Um, I'm hearing some Xavier Jones talk. So if you want to take a flyer on him uh, in one of the late rounds and, uh, you know, maybe Philip Lindsay gets cut uh, from the Texans. I think he'd be, you know, a good guy to, to throw in there if they need, a, you know, a veteran guy. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if they'll bring anybody in. If they don't, it'll make it a lot easier on our end from a fantasy standpoint. But whoever it's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be a great spot, great offensive line, great offense. Um, and like we talked about, we think, uh, you know, Stafford's going to be a big upgrade there. So I, I don't know if you guys have done any drafts or anything like that yet, but where would you slot Daryl Henderson in? I, I think that's the biggest argument going on right now. Some people want to want to make him a – a top 10, top 15 type back. Some say top 25. Some say it's going to be a, a committee. So, uh, Chop, where does he fit now in the landscape of the running back situation? Um, like, if I'm drafting right now for best balls, I say 12-team league, pretty standard stuff. I, I would say uh, I'd, I'd like to grab him in the second round, maybe maybe the late, later second round early third. I don't want to spend too much on him because you still don't know. You know. He could go out in a week and sign a veteran and all of a sudden we got a split in that direction or they could get to camp and look at Xavier, the, the kid from SMU, I think it's Xavier Jones, and say and he was pretty good too at SMU and they could say, whoa, all right, we got something here and then you spent all that equity on Henderson, so I'm not stretching for him right now, but if he falls to me in late second or third round, I'll take a shot on him, but he's definitely not you know, going in the, for me in the late first, early second, not at all. Yeah, and Jones was on this team last season and no preseason, so nobody really got to take a look at him, but undrafted and they kept him on the roster all season long. So there's something to be said about that. Jake Funk is the other guy there, uh, an athletic freak uh, in that backfield. Of course, all the free agents uh, and those fringe guys, like you mentioned, Derek, uh, uh, Lindsey, uh, Mark Ingram may be cut from Hughes. Houston's got about five or six guys uh, that could be free agents. Uh, I mentioned Royce Freeman. Just some of those guys that, that have kind of fallen out of favor uh, in their in their backfield. Some of those maybe a Marlon Mack. You know, who knows? Anybody could land there. So that's my hesitation: is do they want Daryl Henderson to be the guy? Uh, seems like more of a committee back. So I'm not as optimistic uh, as Chop. I would probably have him. Uh, in that RB 25-ish range. So, you know, fourth, fifth round, he's he's in that category with, you know, a, a Josh Jacobs, a Miles Sanders, some of those guys that, that we still have questions on. Uh, that's kind of where I've slotted them in. So, uh, Derek, any thoughts on that? If, you know, if you've done any early drafts here or where you kind of see him fitting in the, the running back landscape right now? At this point, I do one season-long draft a year with my buddies, uh, my home league. Uh, and that doesn't take place till like the you know the day before the the Thursday night game or whatever the starts. So uh, I don't know where I'll be drafting him, but I do think he has some appeal in best ball. Um, you want to chase that upside, and he could easily be a guy that just takes over this job, runs with it, um, and ends up as a you know top five back um, if everything goes his way. So I think you know the upside uh, in best ball would be a little bit more attractive to me than uh, you know your regular season long leagues. 
Now, is there any any Zazzy types in this season-long league, Derek? Or we we've got, got some characters. characters that's any for sure, yeah. any special settings in this league, or side bets, or what? Give us give us a lowdown on the league, man. So I I uh, I'm the manager, and I have like no say in what goes on. Uh, we do a little uh, you know survey before the the season starts, and they tried to bring back kickers last year. Oh, no. I mean they. Uh, First, they complained about having too little time to draft. It was 30 seconds. So then I put it at a minute. And everyone's yelling at me. It's way too much time. I mean, there's no there's no appeasing these folks. So uh, in the worst part, I haven't won in like three years. So uh, I might have to quit the, the commissioner gig. Chop, this doesn't sound as fun as your your league that you got going on. Zazzy and the boys. Nah, I mean, well, Zazzy's not in that league. All right, Zazzy. Oh. Zazzy but, uh, well, he should be then. He's not. He's not from Galveston. You can't, can't oh, yeah. Galveston but, uh, only, huh? Yeah. This. Uh, okay. So two things I wanted. Yeah, I was probably a little high on Henderson, you know, from what you said. But I, that's my bias because when I'm doing best balls right now, I'm just drafting running backs right away first. Like I'm taking, I'm sucking up all the running backs, and I'll let the other guys go RB zero. So that's that's probably why he's a little bit higher on me, but. Your, your, your number sounds a little bit better on Henderson, maybe a little bit later than that. Hey, you mentioned Jake Funk. I forgot about Jake Funk. He's from Maryland. He was very good. He was. I'm not saying I'm not saying this is a – I don't want to, like, pigeonhole everybody, but he's a white boy, and he's got a lot of Christian McCaffrey in him. So, you know, don't, he's, got, he's got some giddy-up on him, man. Watch out for Jake Funk. Yeah, I mean it's another guy. They're they're excited about. They didn't have a ton of touches in college, but uh, like but said, when he very, did touch very, it, he was very good. Yes, with it. very explosive, very athletic. So who knows? Maybe that's the depth chart they're going to roll into the season with. So uh, the Gurley thing, I think they put the bed right away. I, I think we all know Todd Gurley is done for. Uh, he's got been a hot topic. We got our good year out of him. Hot topic on our not show me. for not years. Me. <laughs> Some, some lovers of Todd Gurley on this show and some straight haters of Todd Gurley and everything in between. So uh, I just don't see you think I don't I don't think that happens. So uh, we'll see how that depth chart uh, looks. Uh, any other NFL things you guys want to bring up? We're going we're gonna to take more looks into the Fandom Sportsbook as we go on. Uh, player props are starting to get released. So tons of those available to you. Uh, NFL training camps are, are kicking off soon. And during the season, we'll be doing our thing. Yeah, each and every week, we take a detailed look uh, at each and every game, give you the best plays uh, across the DFS industry, and especially on FanDuel uh, each and every week. So excited about that. But uh, in the meantime, we want to know what you guys want to talk about. You know, it, it doesn't even have to be sports related. We, we can talk life. We can talk, you know, what's your favorite food, beer, whatever it may be. So uh, you guys can send any questions and any feedback, any comments to any of us. Uh, on Twitter, Chop, he's got something lined up. Chop, what do you got here? Well, we're at we're at creeping up on forty-one minutes, so I don't know how much time we got left. We don't want to keep the people too long, but I did want to. We didn't even address that we're doing this show live, a different format today. It's still a, it's still a podcast. You'll still you're still going to be able to get it uh, downloaded. Our producer will knock that out after the show, but we just wanted to try something different and see if it worked well. I didn't even realize when we, when we did this that the chat comments is open over here so i guess if you're watching the show live you're able to get into the comments so just what you were saying i think we can treat oh. if we if we keep doing this we can treat this we can treat the guys in the comments the chat kind of like if you got questions there you can ask them during this you know we'll talk about anything whether it's football nba non-sports whatever you guys want to talk about if you want to come with us and chat 
knock it out, man. We'll kill some time answering all your questions about whatever you got in life, man. So I think that's I think that these two things might may play out pretty well together. But just wanted to, yeah, just wanted to address the live chat, man. We didn't even we didn't even get to it yet. Learning on the fly here. So yeah, the live viewers will will get the uh, preferential treat, the VIP treatment, should we say? So I like that definitely. If you guys want to talk anything. Now's the time. It gets tough when we get into football season. You know, we we, we try to cover every game uh, as as in depth as we can. But uh, now's the time in the off season. Uh, I know, Derek, you you have an idea for a segment here. Do we, do we want to wrap up the show with uh, with your new segment here for the pod? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, before let's we do, do that idea, I uh, as our resident uh, Packers fan, what do you put the line at that uh, Rodgers will be your quarterback week one? I feel better about it. I know I uh, had some disparaging words about him. I know he just uh, turned down a, a contract extension. This is how I see this playing out. I, I think he comes back for one more run. Uh, I think he's professional enough to come back and, and play well. I know I've heard whispers of he's going to come back and, and try to torpedo the, the Packers and, and play bad. Like I don't, I don't see that happening. So I think he comes back for one more run, one more season. Uh, gives them time to kind of work out a, a potential trade down the line, uh, make everybody happy. So I had my concerns. There's still the whispers of Denver, the Raiders as possible trade destinations. But I do see, think you see him report to camp, uh, put his happy face on, whether it's a beard, the long hair, what, whatever he's rocking uh, these days. And I do think he's back under center uh, week one, which – I'm I'm happy for uh, again Jordan Love. I just don't know that he's ready to go yet. Uh, Aaron Rodgers always gives you a shot uh, to win a Super Bowl. So if you are in, in my mindset and you are a guy that that believes now is the time to get discounts and drafts on Devontae Adams, who we've seen fall out of those concerns. Rodgers himself, uh, even an Aaron Jones, as well as if you can find some lines uh, on the Packers wins right now, maybe they're depressed. So I, I know Fandle didn't have a lineup. Uh, for that smartly trying to see what happens with him but uh if you can find something on the packers i, I do think he ends up uh, back on the team so you guys thoughts on this i'm interested to hear what you what you're thinking on this subject yeah i mean it sounds like uh no viable trade partners at this point so uh i mean he's got to play football so uh, i'm, I'm kind of with you on that chop yeah i don't it seems like he's such a superstar player, man. Are you really going to jam this, a superstar trade, you know, a week before camp starts or whatever, or during camp? I don't think so. So, like you said, I think he comes back. I think he plays another year here. I think they're uh, another really good offense again. And uh hope he does come back because I got my eyeballs on Amari Rogers. Oh, like it. A little, little deep. Deep dart for you there. And as we get closer to preseason, we will do some preseason DFS coverage. We, we will cover it all. We'll be a lot of football all the time, mixing some fun as we always do. Baseball's still going on. Golf's still going on. So we'll try to cover uh, as much as we can uh, each and every week. So I think we're good for this week. 45 minutes. I think we covered everything. Had a little mini NBA title celebration here. I'm going to continue to party the rest of the week <laughs> celebrating this championship. So I want to say thank you to the folks over at Fandle again uh, for sponsoring the show. And I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. Uh, we always say it, but we truly appreciate you spending your time. There's a lot of great content out there, a lot of great shows out there. Tough to listen to everything. Thank you for choosing us and hanging out with us. Uh, and we want to make this show as much about you guys as possible. So please don't hesitate to reach out with ideas, uh, with questions, anything that you guys may have. This show 
uh, is for you guys. So, uh, Derek, final thoughts here for the people before we get out of here for this week. Yeah, we'll start the new segment next week. And if you're interested in doing the season-long uh, win total contest, uh, just let me know on Twitter. I have all the lines posted um, on my account. We'll also retweet it from the GFS OG's pod account. Um, and then you can either reply to that or reply to me. I'm going to keep a track of all of them. And uh, the winners at the end of the season, it's going to be something good. Um, and it's free to enter, so you might as well give it a shot. Yeah, can't be free. You get to compete against us. Uh, we may even shout you out during the during the show during the year if someone's starting to run away with it. So uh, have some fun, make some selections, and and we we found some some good values uh, in that you know the chop getting close to the microphone giving you a winner on New Orleans. Uh, the Chargers was mine. So I'll go back and watch those shows if you want to hear more detailed thoughts on some of our picks there in the AFC. And NFC chop final thoughts here for the people. What do you got? Yeah, I think uh, now NBA is over with and the baseball is kind of in that grinding stage before the playoffs. So I think we'll talk a lot more NFL and a lot more off topic things moving forward here for the rest of the summer. And uh, like if you're listening right now, you know, we might keep this live thing for a while. And so if that's the case next week, now you, now, you know, it, we are probably going to go live around this time next week, jump on in the chat. If you got any, any questions you want to ask about anything, it would be good to jump on in. So, and we'll, we'll figure this out on the fly. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're making it work as we go along here. So stuff you like stuff you don't like, uh, we're all open to the feedback, please. Uh, don't hesitate, reach out and let us know. For no, no, for Head Chopper, for the fine folks over at FanDuel, I am Beer saying salut, guys. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week.